on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bank roll. Can't fold, doesn't know. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? It's Andy Priscilla, and this is the show for the realists. Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality. Guys, today we've got Q and AF. Uh, that's where you submit the questions and I give you the answers. There's a few different ways to submit those questions. One, you can email those questions into guys, email those questions into askandy at andyforsella.com. Or two, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, you could drop your questions right down there in the comments on these episodes and we'll pick some from there as well. Uh, for those of you guys that didn't know, we are on YouTube now. We're going to be doing some really cool YouTube exclusive content that is outside the podcast that we've been working on, a couple new little show concepts and things uh, of that nature that will be entertaining as fuck. I guarantee it. Um, so yeah, but all the shows are on there full length. I know most of you guys listen on audio. That's cool. But like, if you want to sit down at night and bring the whole family around and get some fucking popcorn and watch your Uncle Andy talk some shit, uh, we're on YouTube. All right? Now also, we have, if this is your first time listening, we have multiple formats of the show. We have CTI. That's cruise the internet. That's where we put up uh, some of the current event topics of the day. We talk about them. We talk about what might be true, what maybe isn't true. We make fun of it. We have some laughs. And then we talk about the problem at hand and how we can all solve this problem. Other times we have real talk. Real talk is five to 20 minutes of me just saying some stuff that I think needs to be heard. And then other times we have full length. And full length is just like what you're used to seeing on most podcasts, a bunch of people sitting around having a conversation. Uh, now, for those of you that don't know, uh, I'm a fairly successful entrepreneur. I've done pretty well in my life. I continue to do pretty well. I share these tips on how to do very well uh, on this show consistently. And for that value, I ask a very simple fee, and the fee is not monetary. I don't sell you shit. I don't run ads on the show. I don't answer to some corporate fuck that tells me what to say and what not to say. Um, it's very simple. I share with you. If you get benefit from it, I ask that you share the show. That's it. Um, so when I say pay the fee, that just means tell somebody about the show, share the show. So that's basically the format of the show. You know, we've been able to stay at the top of iTunes and Spotify and all these audio platforms for a number of years based off entirely word of mouth. I'm very proud of that. I appreciate you guys for doing that. Uh, and by the way, if the show's no good, don't fucking share it. I think that's a fair deal. I'm cool with that, but it's always good. So hello, you got some. Oh, I got some good ones. Oh, do you? Oh, bro. Come okay. On. I keep that shit on deck. All right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> Nothing much. Dude, I was, I was asking them before we started rolling. But you know that, like, you know the voice of conscience that we all have? Uh-huh. Right? Like, if you could pay to have that voice be anybody else's voice in the world, who, who, who would yours be? Man, I got a good one. Who, who's it? It's me. It's you. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Like, like, That's motherfuckers real. be paying me. They ask me to fucking make these little text alerts and say, dude, send me some motivational shit every morning. In fact, yeah, yeah, yeah. write that shit down, bro. Yeah. We're going to do that shit. Trademark right there. Yeah, you guys yeah. subscribe to my text. I'll send you a little voice note every morning. Yeah. I mean, I got a good one. I would pay for you to be my alarm clock. I'm just saying, that's, no, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, alarm, real shit. alarm text. Yeah, yeah. I think people would dig that shit. Yeah, that's real shit. Right? Like, I wake up, they, they get a little text in the morning. It's just me, like a 30 second, like, hey, quit fucking around, motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, I got a good one, bro. Like my voice and my voice is like pretty mean to me. <laughs> Let's be honest. Uh, I think if you have high standards, your voice is yeah. pretty aggressive. Um, but if it wasn't me, you know, 
I, you know, I heard, I'm not going to, Madat said this earlier before we started the show. He said Morgan Freeman. Yeah, I Morgan, agree with that. Yeah, that's a good Morgan one. Morgan Freeman would be a good one. Yeah. Um, now, DJ, I don't think we should eat that candy. Yeah. yeah like, I, that wasn't this, a good, that didn't do it justice, but you know, this you is get the, the point that he knew that he <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> you know? Right. Like, he's such, he's got such a good, iconic voice. Um, it's timeless, man. Yeah, bro. And he's so good. Like, he's so fucking good. I guess that's a good thing about AI now. Now they can just replicate his voice because he's getting pretty old, right? Mm -hmm. um, that's scary as fuck, by the way. But, well, dude, he's been old his whole life. No, I'm saying that they can do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. they can do that. Uh, dude, I think Goggins has a great delivery. See, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want Goggins, now, I'll be honest with you. Well, that's fine. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, I'm talking about, I'm just talking about iconic, like, there's a, there's a, there's like a, I don't know what it is, a certain tonality or a certain thing that resonates with me when I hear people speak. Goggins mm. has that, whatever that is. Mm. I feel like I have that for myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not to toot my own horn, but toot toot. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It is what the fuck it is. Uh, you know, I think Jocko's got a great delivery. Mm -hmm. I, think, I think Ed's got a great delivery. Um, you know. I said umph. Yeah. yeah uh, <sighs> James Earl Jones has a fucking oh, great yeah. delivery. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's a, yeah. there's a couple other guys out there. Samuel L. Jackson. Mm -hmm. I like that. Like, I, I would love to have him. I'm, That'd be <laughs> fucking funny as fuck. <laughs> I'd always be laughing my ass off. <laughs> Andy, what's so funny? Oh, no. <laughs> Just talking about Stay in bed for one more second. I fucking dare you. <laughs> I think it'd be pretty fucking dope, yeah. though. That'd be dope. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure Elon's working on something like that. Yeah. I, I mean, dude, you know, that's, that, those are the guys I like. Who do you like? Yeah, I know Samuel L. Jackson, one hundred percent. Oh, Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, so now that I think now you about you said Morgan Freeman. Yeah, before. that's what I'm saying. See, now you're stealing. About so it. first you stole Madat's ideas. And, now yeah. you stealing my shit. Hey man, well, uh, we are almost at uh, Black History Month, so oh, I think it's okay. It is MLK Day. That's today. what I'm saying. So All I right. get the pass. Yeah. Well, I just uh, I actually take this water here <laughs> while we're at it. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, man. That was a little racist. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, if any day you get a pass, I think it's the day. <laughs> Just saying. Oh, fuck, dude. Yeah, man. Everything else good with you? Yeah, man. Had yeah. a good weekend. Fucking, dude, my train's going so good. I uh, I got that infection out of my body, bro. And, like, I could just tell my body's changing fast. It's got me really excited. Like, I'm really... Like, bro, I almost, you know this, mm -hmm. I almost fucking quit and started over. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, bro, because those four or five days in a row, like, they were just so shit. Like, I, I was limping. Dude, I think I said this on the show, but it took me, like, two hours to do a 45-minute mm -hmm. walk because, like, normally we do, like, a walk-run interval, okay? Or I put a weighted vest on or a ruck, which I haven't done in a long time. I'm going to start doing that again. Um, but, like, bro, I, 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 I could fucking limp. Like, and it was slow. And so, you know, those four or five days, like, they just felt like a fucking waste to me. Like, I just fucked them off. But the truth is now, like, I'm on the other side of it. And I'm like, fuck, dude. I'm really glad I fucking stuck it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, fucking up that momentum is a big deal, right? And so, like, if you can push through it, crawling if you have to, I mean, it's far better than not doing it. You know, I, you know, there's definitely- Were you on day 51 right now? 50 today. 50, yeah. But, like- but like, bro, it's, there's limits to it, right? Like I was on that limit. Like if I were, like if someone else were asking me to like, should they do it? I would have told them, no, they should stop. Mm. But because it was me and I'm just 
you know, I'm, I'm probably a little stupid in that way. Um, <laughs> but now I'm like, I'm just glad I pushed through, dude, because, you know, that was a fucking, that was probably the hardest four day or five day test I've had in any of the phases since I started doing the program, uh, you know, four years ago. Yeah. So it was, um, I'm very proud of it. Well, didn't you say to yourself too, like that was kind of the point of this round, like you wanted to get to my see. mental. Yeah, that's yeah. it, bro. Like, yeah. like, dude, my my mental was so fucked up because I had went for so long without being able to really train, and mm-hmm. like training, such a big part of my whole my whole power structure. Like, dude, because it's something that I I it's like my thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I went over a year with not being able to train properly, and really like. It fucked me up, dude. Yeah. And then during that time, I got off my antidepressants, which I've been on for a long time. And I just figured, like, fuck it. If it's already fucking storming, what's what's a few more fucking raindrops? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. And I'm like, fuck, I'm just ripped the sh- all this shit off of it. And I fucking went through it. And now that I'm like on the other side of all that and I've pushed through that fucking shit, I'm super fucking uh, appreciative and like excited about it. And like, I feel it's the best I felt mentally since I was injured in September of 2021. Hmm. Um, so, I mean, it was good. I, you know, the weekend was good. I didn't do shit other than train and eat and fucking read. Yeah. Um, I've been reading a lot more lately. Uh, I've, I've been reading, you know, not just my 10 pages, 10 pages is the minimum for me. Yeah. So like, like that's something that I do regardless, but I've been reading up to 50, 60, 70 pages a day. Um, pretty consistently for the last couple of weeks. And it, it, like, bro, I just feel much better. Like the, the reading part is so underrated, bro. Like it's so underrated in terms of what it does for your brain and how it, uh, it's your first fucking time. <laughs> no, yeah. Thanks fucking officer. First fucking podcast, bro. Uh, I think the reading thing is so underrated because you know, it gives, at least for me, man, like it makes my brain operate in a completely different way. It makes my brain operate in a much more productive way. Uh, I have much more creativity. I have much less anxiety. It makes me feel like I'm moving forward instead of like, even though I'm just reading, I'm coming up with ideas and like new things and thoughts. And bro, it just makes me feel fucking that much better. Yeah. We were talking about the other day. Like I've even tried to Didn't we talk about this on the show the other day? No, I think we were just walking. I think we oh, talked about it too, did we? though. On the show? Did we? Yeah. Well, anyway, I know the other day we were talking I'm about- I'm hot on it right now. Yeah, so even when about. I find myself like bored, I find myself like instead of getting back on my phone or something like that, yeah. just picking my book up. Dude, I really think there's a lot to that, man. You know, I, I fucking am as guilty as anybody about scrolling, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I want to see what's going on. And yeah. especially with us doing the CTI and the current events stuff, you know, I'm always trying to dig out what, what the fuck is going on. And- uh Bro, since I've really kicked my reading up, it's just brought my level of anxiety way the fuck down. Mm-hmm. And it's been uh it's been nice, man. Yeah, for sure. Makes me remember like that I actually have a brain and that it works okay. <laughs> yeah. I ask myself, like, why did I fuck like bro? Cause in school I hated reading. Yeah. I'm trying to like figure out like why I hated reading. I don't know if it was because of like how structured well, it's it was. Probably the same reason you hated working out and running because That's you true. were made to do it. Yeah, I must say because of how structured it was. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't like running, bro, because like People always tease me and they're like, bro, you should start running. It's so fucking amazing. Yeah, but like, bro, you got to understand. Y'all listen to me because I talk a lot of shit, right? Now, imagine me in high school talking shit, <laughs> okay? <laughs> like, 
I, I, I was always running. Like it yeah. was always like Frisella, fucking take a lap, bro. It's a punishment. Yes. Yeah. And like, so dude, it's just so ingrained in me. I know that's not an excuse, but the truth is I don't fucking like it. It's not conducive to the body type I want. It's not something that I really want to conquer at this point in my life. And I have no desire to do it. So I don't do it. Uh, the most running I do is when we do our little, our little intervals mm -hmm. and that's enough for me, man. Yeah. You know, um, or I'm about to shit my pants. Oh, I'll yeah, start running then. True. Remember that time? Remember that one time? <laughs> <laughs> we had to call it back up. Bro, one time me and DJ both had to shit our pants so bad. We were fucking on cardio. We had to call Chris to come get us. And then we had to redo cardio. Mm -hmm. We had right. to call Chris to come fuck. We were over at Green Park, bro. We were coming up that long ass hill. And bro, we were like duck walking up the hill, bro. Like holding our ass together. Both of us. We probably Chris dude, saved us that day. Bro. Man. Yeah, hundred percent chance I would have shit my pants. MVP goes to a hundred percent. Like uh, what this this was like the fucking storm of the century, bro. Was right there, just brewing. Oh yeah, like it was coming, dude. There was nothing I could do. We had to call. We had to call nine one one. We need emergency extraction, <laughs> bro. It had never been that bad. No, but that was the day that I started carrying an extra pack of underwear in my fucking gym bag. Yeah, that's real. That's real. With we, wet we needed it. Oh man, there's so many, so yeah. many bad times from that. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Well, I got some good ones. I know you do. Let's knock these out, man. All right, uh, Andy. Question number one. I'm glad we didn't shit ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that we got more than one fucking bathroom here. Oh my god, dude! It, can I you imagine forgot about that. that. Like that was that was the worst part is getting there and then you can't go nowhere, bro. bro we used to, to have a fuck the dumpsters up, bro. No, dude. We used to have a one minute rule. Like a one minute, you could only use the bathroom for one minute at maximum. Like you, you had to go in. If you were in there for more than one minute, bro, I, whoever was in, they were beating on the door. Mm. Like one minute. You had a one minute to take a shit. Oh, man. I wouldn't yeah. have fired. Oh, you, yeah. Because you know I'm bad. Yeah, I know. I know. I don't know what you're doing in there. <laughs> but it fucking takes a long time. <laughs> All right, man. Add some fucking magnesium to your diet, bro. Yeah, well, some fiber. Yeah. My fiber's getting up there now. Yeah. It still takes a minute, though. <laughs> Dude, that's hey. my peace time, man. It's like a, yeah. I gather myself, you know what I'm saying? There must be a lot to gather. Yeah, get, I mean, you <laughs> know. You're in there for a long fucking time, oh, dude. man. Listen, you got to set You got to set the set the space. You, you got like light saying? candles in there and no. shit? <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I thought DJ's bathroom at home has like fucking candles in it and shit. It, it does. Oh, I fucking, no, I mean like romance candles, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like he turns the lights off, lights the candles. Bro, I, I got locked the door of my oh, house. You know he I does some weird ass shit too, bro. You know he's in there listening to some classical shit. Some fucking, Kenny G. <laughs> oh yeah, I guarantee it. Guarantee it. DJ's his own man. Hey man, that's one of the things I love about you, bro. Got, got to get it done, man. Yeah, got to get it done. All right, Andy. Question number one. Let's People get are tired this. of us talking shit. Let's <laughs> about, do the fucking show about shit. Yeah, Andy. Question number one. I'm currently at my lowest point that I've ever been. I'm 27. I found out my wife is cheating on me. My mom got cancer last month, and I've been hustling a nine-to-five, barely able to pay bills, while managing a startup business with little cash flow. A lot going on there. Yeah. Live Hard taught me better than to play the victim, um, but I'm currently experiencing a lot of anger, and I don't know how to use that to my advantage besides in my workouts. How can I repurpose my negative energy into action to become unstoppable? Man, you know, <clears throat> I think the answer to this question is, is universal. Okay. Um, 
every single person has gone through these situations, maybe not the exact same situation, but we've all been betrayed. We've all had situations where things weren't going our way. Um, we've all been disappointed. We've all struggled. And a lot of people, you know, are wired many different ways. Okay. And, and some people, you know, they let these things like hammer them down um, to a low point and they stay there and they never recover, bro. And this becomes the story of their life. You know, oh, this happened, this happened and this happened. And then like for 70 years, they fucking tell that story and they don't do anything. And um, the way I've always dealt with it, dude, like always, always, always. And like, you know, there's pluses and minuses to this, but the way I've always dealt it is fuck you. And I've always put, I've always taken like people that don't believe in me, people that fuck me over, people that fuck with me, you know, people who have done bad shit to me. I mean, bro, I could list, I, I could list a list a mile long of the fucked up shit that happened to me, especially the first 12 years of business where it looked like I was a complete fucking failure. Like I'm talking about how I was treated by women, um, how I was treated by friends, how I was treated by family. I could go on and on and on. And, and, and I don't like digging up dirt, but the way that I always dealt with that was like, fuck you, bro. I'm going to fucking show you. Okay. And real talk. And you know, this is what it is, but I was scrolling Instagram the other day and I saw one of my exes that was one of the ones that did some fucked up shit to me. Mm -hmm. And she's in a picture with a dude that's like 70 years old. Right. It made me fucking smile. I'm like, <laughs> fuck you. Okay. So it is what the fuck it is. Yeah, yeah. And I took the fuck you and I went out and I fucking did everything that I could to make myself be a person that they look back at in their life at some point in time and say, man, I wish I wouldn't have fucked with that dude. I wish I hadn't have fucking not believed in that dude. I wish I hadn't hurt that dude. I wish I hadn't treated him so poorly. I wish I hadn't have fucked him over. And that's, that's what I've done. I just took all the fucking negative and I use it and pivot it into productive action. I work that much harder. I work that much longer. I put a massive chip on my shoulder that's still there. Now, you may not hear it as much like you did back in the old MFCEO days, but it's still fucking there, bro. Like when people fuck with me or say shit about, like I see the people, I see shit that people say about me and I see the fuck, like, bro, I just take all that shit. I gather it the fuck up. I put it right up here on my shoulder and, and dude, I just say, fuck you. We'll mm -hmm. fucking see. Yeah. And, and dude, that's never led me wrong. Now, now people will argue and they will say, well, that creates a, a situation where you're always angry. And that is true. You fucking are angry a lot of the time. But at the end of the day, bro, I get where I wanted to go. I did what I need to do. I'm doing what I need to do. And my life is so much better off because of it. And so what you have to learn as you mature is to separate the it's almost like you're pretending to be angry. Mm. Like, like when I was younger and this shit happened, I was fucking angry. Like I was like, fuck you. But now I'm to a point now where it's like everything kind of speaks for itself. Right. So like I, I, I still feel that way and I still act that way, but emotionally it doesn't disturb me as bad because I already know I'm going to win. Mm. And so my advice to this person who's going through this hard time, bro, is just to realize like, Hey man, you need to take this energy for what the fuck it is and let it drive you forward. And you're going to have people that tell you you need to go to therapy. Maybe you do. I don't fucking know. There's value in it I, for sure. But 
not at the mass scale that's like today, you know, everybody's a victim. Everybody has everything wrong with them. Everybody needs fucking lifetime therapy with no, like, that's not what I'm saying. You, it might be so rough that you need to talk to some people. Totally get it. But after that, make it your mission in life to shove it down these motherfuckers throats so fucking hard that they fucking choke. Make it so that when they fucking look at you and they see you five years from now down the road and you walk into a fucking restaurant, they won't even look at you. They'll look the other way or they'll look at the ground because they are so fucking embarrassed of what they did or how they treated you or what the fuck they said to you or how they tried to fuck with you that they are embarrassed about what they did and where you went with it. So we're going to have these hard things happen. We're going to have negative things happen. We're going to have things that are frustrating happen. Nobody is immune to that. How we respond to that ultimately dictates our entire lives. And how I respond to this, and other people may disagree, but this is just how the fuck I'm wired, is I take that shit and I say, fuck you, motherfucker. I will fucking show you, and I do. And I show them every fucking day. And that's, I make it my mission in life. Well, that's not a very good, I don't know, man. A lot of people get fucking, their lives improved quite a bit from this mentality. From, mm -hmm. You know, 75 hard. Millions of fucking people have done 75 hard. How many people have we transformed through our companies? Mm -hmm. Millions of fucking people, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, all stemming from proving them. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so you have these people out there that are do-gooders and they fucking want to feel good about everything. Some things you just can't feel good about. Some things you just can't feel good about, bro. Some things you just have to show motherfuckers and remind them who the fuck you are. And I'm not saying go in their face or beat their ass or fucking fuck. I'm saying become so fucking great and so undeniably fucking great at what it is that you do that they end up regretting every single fucking thing that they did. And they will. They will do that. They will do that. So that's how I would deal with it, man. I would say, hey, life gave me a spoonful of shit. I'm going to fucking eat it, but I guarantee you, dude, I'm going to let that fuel me into the fucking next level of whatever it is I'm going to be. Mm. I would concentrate on your fucking business, bro. I would, I would understand something very real. And here it is. It's just you. It's just you. All these people in your life, your friends, your fucking family, your fucking significant other, you're this or that, you're this. Those people are all going to disappoint you at some point in your life. So you might as well pour into something that will secure your future and secure who the fuck you're going to be and take care of you so that you're not fucking wrecked when these people fuck with you. Because, bro, I'm going to be real with you. This ain't the last time that's going to happen. It's going to happen again. And it's going to happen again after that. And it's going to happen again after that. Bro, I've been fucked over so many fucking times in business. I, do, I, I am the fucking nicest, most generous fucking human being. Yeah, biggest heart. Yeah. yeah. And, dude, people take advantage of it. I, I really empathize for that person because, bro, I've had those situations, man. You know, I had a girl fucking leave me after fucking five years to be with a dude that was fucking. At the time he was 45, we were like 20 fucking four. Mm. Okay. So like, and, and it's, and I was told right to my face that, you know, I didn't, I didn't, wasn't taking my life serious. I wasn't fucking good enough. You know, things weren't going the way that I was, that, you know, I was fucking just starting, dude. Yeah, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it was embarrassing as fuck. It embarrassed me. My, my, everybody fucking saw it. Everybody knew. Like, and here I am. Okay. And you guys think, oh, well, it sounds like you're still bitter about it. You're fucking right. I am. I remember it every fucking day. Every fucking time I don't want to do shit. I think about all those people. I think about a long line of motherfuckers that fuck with me. 
and I fucking do everything I can to prove them the fuck wrong. For people that like think, oh fuck, I need motivation. I mean, like, bro, that's an infinite amount of motivation there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like you guys searching for all these fucking feel good tricks. You got them already. Yeah. You got a whole pile of shit in your life that you could be motivated about right now. You're just not using it properly. You know, negative energy and positive energy are energy. It just depends on how you use it. I personally think that negative energy is far more powerful than positive energy. I think you get far, for, far, <laughs> you get much further down the road with fuck you than you do with feel good shit. Mm. I, I, everybody I know that's successful is like that. I mean, it hasn't listen, been proven bro, otherwise either. You listen, know? I, listen, you guys all know who I'm friends with. Take the guys that put out the only positive shit. You want to talk about motherfuckers that got fucking dark sides that say fuck you behind closed doors? Mm. They all got it. All of them. Every single one of them. All the dudes that I talk about. All the dudes you see me roll with. All my friends. All my peers. Some of them might present themselves very positively. Some of them might present themselves a little bit more like I do. Uh, but I'm telling you, you get them behind closed doors, bro, they got a long list of motherfuckers to shove shit down their fucking throats. Or try to fuck them over and see what happens. Every single yeah. fucking one of them. Yeah. Every single fucking one of them. It's a, common, it's a commonality in high-achieving individuals. So, bro, you just got a gift. This, you got a gift. You got a gift of the next 20 years of fucking energy to fucking bust ass. I'd use it. Andy, question number two. Uh, Andy, I run a service business providing lawn care, cutting, trimming, etc., and we're doing really well. Most of my online content is helping people with their lawn problems and recommending what products they can use on their yard to help them solve their problems. But when people ask me where to buy products from, I always refer them to other businesses. Am I missing an opportunity to be supplying these products myself or am I better to just focus on what I do and refer them to a trusted vendor? Both. The answer is both. Right now, it's probably best that you concentrate on what it is that you do. And then what you should, how you should think about this is I'm going to be of service to this customer no matter what. Okay. That means you're going to recommend what you believe to be the best possible product. You're not going to oversell. You're not going to say, hey, you need this and this and this and this and this. If you see a bald patch in your yard, you're going to say, hey, Mr. Homeowner, come out here, see this patch here. Here's what I could do to fix this. This is what it would take. And, and actually educate them, show them. Because when you start to educate people and teach them things that they don't know, and then they validate that through real world experience, right? Like your, your homeowner sees that and says, mm, I don't know. And he goes back inside and he gets on the Google and he fucking starts looking the shit up. And he's like, oh, that's true. Now all of a sudden, dude, that guy's starting to trust you, okay? It's very important not to oversell in these scenarios. So if you only recommend when they need it and you only work to serve their best interests and you do not oversell what will happen here and you look to solve their problems, what will happen over time is you will get a tremendous amount of word of mouth. When you start to get this tremendous amount of word of mouth, it would be a good idea for you to think about expanding your lawn care business from something that you are trading labor for money and start to trade product for money. Okay, that means you could create a vertical inside this lawn care business where you're creating your own fertilizer, your own seed, your own chemicals, your own everything, whatever you need to do this. Okay, but the principles need to remain the same when you start to do that. Meaning, when you offer these things, okay, 
You should go offer them only when they're needed. You should not oversell them. You shouldn't be, because this is where people fuck up their businesses. They start to get a little bit of money. They start to get a little bit of traction. And then they start seeing their customers as like, uh, you know, a money tree that they're going to fucking pull money out of. Mm. When in reality, if you would just continue the same mentality of solving the customer's problems the best that you know how, they will buy from you because you are that person, all right? So your reputation and your word of mouth is the most important here, the quality of your work. And then what I would do is expand out into these verticals as you go. It's a tremendous way for you to potentially become the biggest lawn care company that in the world. You know what I'm saying? Like this is very similar to how we did what we do. Yeah. Okay. We started with retail stores. Um, then when we got to a point 10 years in, when we were able to start, you know, we learned about things. We learned about what the market needed. We started our own company. Then when people would come in, we didn't necessarily just push them onto our own shit. We gave them options. Mm -hmm. So like whenever you, um, go to these people with your own product, you could be like, yeah, man, this could be, uh, you know, you could use Scott's, you could use this, you could use that, whatever the brands are. We mm. also have our own brand right here. It's really good and show the comparison and then still offer the other products, but mm. all for yours as well. And that way it's not like just, just thing where you're trying to push. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because you already have an insight on the Yes. You know what the other products are good or bad, right? What they're missing, yes. yeah. Yeah, so this is a great yeah. way to build a tremendously large business um, from just doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, people really fuck this up, man, because they get a little bit of traction and they all of a sudden they start trying to oversell, they tr start trying to overoffer, they start trying to solve problems that don't really exist, right? This would be the equivalent of someone going into Valvoline and getting a $700 oil change. Right. Like, we, like there's memes about it. Right. Right. Like right. you have to go into Valvoline and you have to say no, <laughs> like in a rude way to get them to stop. Is Valvoline really bad? Is it that bad? Uh, bro, all those oil change places yeah, yeah, yeah. for the most part. Like, and, and maybe, maybe not Valvoline. Maybe yeah, I'm yeah. picking on them. But every oil change place that I've been to yeah. has been that way. Right. It's been pressure, 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 pressure about a bunch of shit that I don't really know that much about. Knowing, I, I know a lot about how to drive cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know a whole lot of shit about actually building cars or the things that go on. Like, I'm ignorant of some of those things. Mm -hmm. And so when you go in there, and, and by the way, this is a great exercise for you if you're in business. Go in somewhere that you don't know anything about and watch how they treat you, okay? Because you'll learn a lot about your own business. Because what happens, like if you go to like one of these oil change places, right? And they're saying, oh, you need this, you need this, you need this, you need this. And you have no fucking idea. Now you start feeling like you're getting sold. And the last thing you ever want to do is go back to that oil change place, right? This is how people will feel about your grass business too if you don't handle it properly. So it's very, very important that you do the right thing. You offer the proper solutions. You offer options with those solutions. You educate. And educate means tell the truth. Teach them something they didn't know which they will go validate and start to trust. And so you could build this whole machine based on these concepts. So I think that for this guy or girl, whoever asked this question, I think that you, you, you're going to get where you want to go. You're already thinking about it, dude, or you wouldn't ask. Yeah. So do I think you're missing opportunity by not having your own? Maybe not yet. I think you should grow into having your own by offering the best product for everybody else. And then when you have an opportunity to make a product of your own, you make the best one. You make it better than the other guys. Okay. So now it's actually the right solution.
So it's not rocket science, dude. It's just yeah. called doing the right thing. It's ethical business practices. And most people just don't do it. That's why it stands out so much. Well, guys, Andy, our third and final question. Question number three. I like this one here. Andy, I'm 20 years old. And I want to ask you, what's the best way to make the best mind-blowing first impression or introduction when meeting someone way above you on that success ladder? Well, look, man, I don't think it's, I don't think it's about that. I don't think it's about a one-time introduction. I think if you're trying to network with someone who's far above you, it's important for you. First of all, don't be a fucking, like, don't, don't be a fanboy, okay? Like a psycho, like you're going to wear my fucking skin, okay? <laughs> but also, don't be someone who tries to present themselves as someone who's not that way. So, like, if you're a fan, <laughs> okay. yeah, there's like yeah, a fine yeah, middle yeah, that yeah. you want to ride. Yeah. If you're a fan, acknowledge that you're a fan and then be, be a normal dude. Just be cool. Like, yeah, here's yeah. the thing. All these people that you look up to, bro, they're all fucking normal motherfuckers. Like, they're all looking around being like, fuck, dude, why do all these people have, have such an interest in what I have to say or do? Like, this is pretty cool, but, like, it's kind of weird, too. Mm -hmm. So you got to understand, like, it, just like it would be weird for you if everybody in the, that you fucking knew came up to you and was like, holy fuck, bro, it's you. Right, right, right. Like, it's weird. Right. Like, even if you're used to it. Like, this is why you see celebrities go into hiding and shit. I couldn't imagine being someone like the fucking Rock right mm -hmm. who everybody on the planet fucking understands and knows and likes mm -hmm. you know for the most part so like like you got to understand like dude the fame thing and, and the recognition thing is really weird for people even if you're used to it it's fucking weird so don't make it weirder <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> like just re realize that these are normal people just mm -hmm. like you that have done some things that you just haven't done yet mm -hmm. That's elevate. And then, you know, and then another thing is, is like, so that's the first thing. Don't make it fucking weird. All right. Second thing, don't, don't uh, do the thing like where it's like, oh, man, I'm not, I'm not trying to kiss your ass. I'm oh, not trying yeah. to suck your dick. Blah, blah, blah. Like, bro, <laughs> that's an automatic, like, I will never talk to you. Yeah. Uh, for, yeah. for the reasons that we said in the other show. I don't mm -hmm. remember what show that was, uh, but maybe you could plug it in here and say, yeah. you know, what episode that was. <laughs> but the, but the point is, don't do that shit either. So you want to ride the middle. Just be a normal fucking human. Be respectful. Say, thank you for what you do. I really appreciate it. Help me this way. You know, and then if you want to build a relationship with that person, um, you know, figure out a way that you can provide value. Figure out a way that you can start to uh, contribute to what it is they're working on. For example, I have this guy uh, who found me on Instagram. I don't fucking know him from anybody. And he started taking my podcasts on his own without me fucking saying shit and not asking for anything. He started taking my podcasts and cutting them into reels. Okay. Sending me the link every single day for free, broke down the whole show into reels. Okay. Just to show that he could do it. Right. And now we we've had a couple calls with him. I think we're going to do some stuff with him. But the point is this dude made an opportunity for himself because he took initiative to actually help us do some things. And while we haven't used any of his reels, we have used the format of his reels and other content that helped gave us a guide because he's actually pretty fucking good at it. Mm -hmm. So provide value. What are you good at? What can you do? How can you help? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Those yeah, things yeah. go a long way. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, spread the good word. You know, when, when, when you see a conversation happening about these people, because let me tell you something, dude, just because people don't comment 
or like on Instagram doesn't mean they're not reading shit. Mm -hmm. Okay. So like, you know, if you're like, if you see someone dogging out your fucking homie that you fucking look up to, get in there and fucking stand up for him. Get in there and fucking help him out. Or if you see someone uh, who did really good with something like, dude, support that person. Like those things matter because they're seen. Mm -hmm. Like, I promise you, bro, Gary V reads all the shit that's out there. I read all the shit that's out there. Ed reads all the shit that's out there. In fact, I know we do because we all talk about it behind closed doors and we have laughs, <laughs> about it. But the point is, you also recognize those people who jump in those conversations mm -hmm. and have your fucking back and support you when you're not, when they don't even think you're looking, bro. That's a great way to get recognized. Yeah. There's all kinds of ways, bro. You just got to be creative and you got to understand, like, there's so many people that come to people who are, uh, let's just say, a few notches more up the ladder than you are, offering all these solutions that it doesn't, it becomes a, it becomes like, I, I like what people say to me, I, I do not value. Like at all, like, like, like if this same guy, when I'm talking about the reels right now, mm -hmm. if he would have came to me and said, Hey Andy, I could do all this shit. And it's this much a month. I would have been like, cool, bro. And I would have fucking moved the fuck on. But because he displayed it, mm -hmm. because he showed it to me the action. Yeah. yeah. And he was willing to do so for 30 days before even having a conversation. Like, bro, he didn't even want to have a conversation about it. He's like, I'm doing this for 30 days. And I'm like, nah, bro. You know, he did it for like two weeks and we started having a conversation. Mm -hmm. But like, the point is is that's how you get opportunity. That's how you create opportunity for yourself. Now, I'm not saying we're going to do a whole bunch of shit with this. I don't know what we're going to do. But the point is, it got him an interview. It got him a conversation. Mm -hmm. It got him some good dialogue. I know this dude's cool as fuck now. I yeah. trust him. I think he's cool. Got him way more than just talking with a That's guy. it. Yeah. That's it. That's real. And so, like, dude, you have to look for opportunities. And if you don't have a skill set to display value... Think about how you could start creating that for someone. What can you do to help someone with what they're doing? Mm -hmm. What can you do? Like, for example, like I, like the people who share my shit religiously, I fucking know who they are. Oh, yeah. I know who the, we talk about them. Oh, yeah. I know who the fuck they are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like motherfuckers pay the fee every single fucking day, bro. I know who the fuck they are. Not all of them, but a lot of them. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to start looking for ways to differentiate and, and stand out that aren't just, um, you know, hey, you know, I'm Steve. I fucking love what you do. I'd love to work with you. Steve, what do you do, man? I don't know. I'll do anything. Like, that's not, that's, that's not going to, yeah, bro, I appreciate yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. But that's not truly going to get you the opportunities you're looking for. Okay. And then also another thing is too, dude, and this is something that young people have a really hard time with. You have to be willing to do shit for free sometimes, sometimes for a long time before you get recognized. Uh, by the way, you're sitting next to one of them who figured that the fuck out. That dude right there, okay? Fucking Zeeshan was fucking doing, he runs the Priscilla fans mm -hmm. page. That ain't my page. That's fucking his page. And he had that page before he fucking came here to work for me. All right? And he'd make up, he'd do the same thing this other guy did. He'd make up content. He'd do shit. And eventually, like, after a long time, I, he kept doing it. I'm like, hey, bro, would you like to, like, do some stuff with us, <laughs> you know, like it only makes sense if yeah, you enjoy yeah. it that much and you're that good at it, you should come here, be on the team. And here he is sitting right next to you. He's been on the podcast. Did you ever think you were going to be on the podcast? Never. Ever? Never. Yeah. And that happened just because he was willing to do shit for free. And pay the dues. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, yeah. bro, like, I don't even know, like, dude, you could speak the truth here. Cause I don't even know if you were like, yes, that's like, something I always bring up whenever uh, the story comes up that I was hired and they didn't know anything about me at all. Like, did you have a plan that this is how you're going to get in with me? 
Like, did you play me, bro? <laughs> <laughs> All right, time to go. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when I actually when I started posting, I had no idea about how the job was and how things worked here. So I legit did not think I was able enough to do the job at all. So now you figured out we're just a bunch of idiots. <laughs> yeah, so when I started, I started completely out of interest. Yeah. There was no idea behind getting a job or anything like that. I did out of interest and I still do it. I still run that page. Yeah. Yes, I clearly remember. I, I clearly remember when you asked me to come work for you. That time you didn't know anything about me. So you asked my name, my age, my gender, where I lived, what did I do for a living and everything about me. And that's how the process yeah. started. Mm -hmm. So how do you feel about me hiring you only because you're Indian? Yeah, pretty racist, but yeah. good. good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't complaining. <laughs> Bro, real, real talk, dude. I felt obligated to offer you the opportunity after all that time. Like I felt like, okay, well, here's this young dude who's putting in all this time. He's doing it for free. You know, I, I have a need. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to offer him the opportunity. Mm -hmm. And that's the shit. That's, that's how you get it, man. Like, I didn't even, I never even met this dude. Like, he's just some dude on the end. I didn't even know what the fuck you look like or what he's, I didn't know shit about him. I'm just like, here's this person making content. I'm DMing him. I didn't know, I didn't even know your name, bro. You know what I'm saying? So it's about what you do, not what you say. That's Yeah, right. and bro, if you don't have anything to offer, you should start learning about things that you could offer. Like, do you see a week, like I had a guy recently recognize that I don't do Twitter, mm -hmm. okay? So he fucking sent me a, uh, a bunch of shit like now this is sample tweets, okay? But these are sample tweets that he took out of transcribing my show to show that he could do the tweets straight off my contents, my content, he would just post it. That's another guy. Like I'll yeah. probably end up working with this dude because guess what? I don't have the bandwidth to operate Twitter. Right. right. I barely got the bandwidth to fucking think. Right. You know what I'm saying? So uh, if you get creative, dude, you could get close to almost anybody. Like, that's the thing. It's like the person that you look up to or the people that you look up to, the, the boundary of you actually working with that person is much lower than what you realize. Yeah. Like, it, it, bro, because everybody else is just going to talk about it. Bro, yes. Yeah. And not only that, there's very few people willing to take initiative. There's very few people willing to fucking show that they are willing to work for free to, to, to like display what they can do. And those things are valued by people if they're not a piece of shit. Now, I'm sure there's some people out there that will take advantage of that forever. And they will be happy that, to not pay you or offer you something. But I'm, I, I think that's the minority of people. Yeah. That's, you know, a lot of people won't take the action because they feel like everybody's like that. But I really truly believe that like, there's such a scarcity of help that truly cares about what it is people are trying to do that when you could display some true interest and display some true ability, uh, or just even some critical thinking, identifying how to get better. And these things, those things can pay off in, in massive amounts. Guys, Andy, that was three. Yeah. Pay the fee. Yeah. Don't be a hoe. Share the show. Went from sleeping on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold, doesn't know. Headshot, case closed. Close.